0: Hey you, yeah you, the girl who loves the Lord with all her heart, but feels like at times that you're misunderstood, or that you're a failure, or a disappointment, and you keep getting knocked down and you try to get back up. But each time you do, it just seems difficult. If that's you, you're at the right place. My name is Jennifer. Welcome to Rooted in Love Podcast. Join me in my walk as I cultivate a life of authenticity not perfection, but an authentic life that's rooted in love. I hope that I can encourage you in some way in this journey. Thanks for being here. Oh my gosh. Did you see so-and-so's Facebook post? Can you believe he took her on another vacation? Did you see where so-and-so got a new car? If you have ever sent these texts to your best friend, stick around. Today we're going to talk about all things toxic. Does it mean you're a bad person? No. Let's stick around to discuss. Hey y'all, welcome to the Rooted in Love podcast. I'm Jennifer. Thank you for joining me. Today's topic is nothing if not sensitive for some, but let's face it, it needs to be discussed. It needs to be dealt with. And furthermore, if you're struggling in this area, in any of the forms that we're going to talk about, it's so good to have your eyes awakened. It's so good that God doesn't leave us where we are. So, don't fret and don't be upset if toes get stepped on, if conviction comes about. Praise God for all things. He loves us too much to leave us in our mess. Hallelujah. My little brother, when he was younger, would get the newest, latest pair of Air Jordans or Nikes or whatever it was that he was into, and he had a friend down the street that would inevitably, without fail, purchase the exact same shoes. It would drive him crazy. My grandmother would say that when someone imitates you, it's the highest form of a compliment that you can receive. And while grandma may be right, she wasn't living in the social media age of 2023. Now. If I ain't telling it like the gospel, I don't know what is, but it's the truth. Because in her day, obviously, you're tucked away at home in your own little world. You can telephone and tell a friend. But with social media, it seems to be in your face. It seems to be at every twist and turn. You can't escape it. Obviously, my brother grew up and... Grew out of that and everything, but um, for a while, it would aggravate him to no end. So, have you ever had that friend or that person that you thought was a friend that turned out to be a friend of me? I'm sure we all have at this point. You know, in my 20s, I didn't really understand it. Um, But as I've gotten older, I've experienced um, things that I didn't understand that other women had went through. For example... Um I think that I've come to the realization that when you get older, you become more confident in who you are, and for some reason, confidence it can easily be mistaken for arrogance. It's almost like there is a fine line there that you have to temper confidence with humility or otherwise it does come off as arrogance. I could tell you a plethora of stories, but I won't bore you with it. But I will just say this. The one-up friend, it can be annoying, and you know what I'm talking about. Um, I'm talking about that friend that if you say, you know, I think that I want, well, for example, I know a woman who, um, she, this is when big screen TVs were all the rage. She wanted a big screen TV. Her friend ran out and bought one before her. Then she mentioned that she wanted a sectional sofa. There were sectionals when they were all the rage? We're going back to the 90s here. <laughs> Anyways, so um, her friend ran out and bought a sectional. Um, this woman mentioned wanting to move to a certain neighborhood in a very up-and-coming city or town. And her friend did what else? You guessed it. Ran out and bought a house in that subdivision first. So I think we've all experienced a one-up friend. And the problem is, is that it's not easily seen at first. And then when you see it, it's almost like you feel foolish for suspecting that that's what's going on. But you can only carry on with it for so long until you see it for what it is you know what I'm talking about and if you haven't experienced it just wait a while you probably will there is a healthy form of um, inspiration I like to call it I don't want to use the word envy because I don't think that envy is healthy in any shape form or fashion but have you ever had someone inspire you? Have you ever had someone tell you, because of you, I kept doing this? Or maybe you cooked them a homemade meal and they that spurred and sparked a desire in them to learn to be a better cook. Or maybe they came to your house and it was very meticulously organized and you encouraged them to be more organized Those are very healthy things. Where it becomes toxic is when we become resentful with who we are or what we have or our circumstances. If it doesn't spur you into being grateful for what you do have and who you are, then that could be a red flag. So, I feel like... Learning the difference between inspiration and envy is very important. When you envy someone or someone envies you, it, it's it's unhealthy. And it leads to jealousy and bitterness. Because what happens is, is you can't see what you have and be thankful. All you can see is what you don't have. And that is... That's tough because you can really and truly you can push away people that could have truly um helped you to become who you're supposed to be. I do believe there are people that come into our lives that do encourage us. That kind of help develop us a little bit if you will. You know, they add a mixture to our life um and an element that helps us to become a little more encouraged and a little bit more um bolder in things and that's healthy so we have to take a look here this is interesting to me because i had to do a little bit of digging on this it it, just a quick thought my first thought was well that was loose that was what lucifer done he was he was jealous he was envious but actually it was pride that got him because he took an extra absorbent amount of um, pride in how he looked. He just, you know, was just so pleased with himself. And then he wanted to be exalted above God. And so that led to his fall. And so I I tend to think that pride and jealousy and envy are like um, cousin sins to me. Usually, if you find one, the others uh, lurk in there pretty close. And I feel like um, it's easy to confuse them. Because, like I said, at a quick thought, that's the first thing that came to my mind. But but they're all different, but they're all very similar. And I think that the root of them is is just an exalting of ourselves in some way. You know, we... Look at what other people have, and we want what they have, and that's unhealthy. When my husband and I were first married, one of my favorite things to do was to look into the windows of homes or if model homes were being built. Uh, it was just something so exciting about going into those model homes, but I loved it when it would be evening time and we could drive down our neighborhood road and. And people would have their curtains open, and I could kind of peek into their home. Um, You know, women, we're wired for home. We're wired for our drive to have a home that is um, a sanctuary, I think, comes from God. I know I'm giving you guys a lot of I thinks here, and I feel. Because what I want you to keep in mind with this podcast is... What I'm saying is not uh, the end-all be-all facts here. I'm just sharing my heart with you. So, I just think that that is God. God gives women the desires of our heart and just naturally puts things in our path um, that that we desire that are going to make us or help us to be. That Christ like wife, and you have to have a home. And you know, I was never envious of big, fancy homes, but I just wanted my own space and place. We lived in his mom and dad's house that they had that he grew up in. And my mother in law would, without fail, remind me how if it wasn't for her, I would not have that home. And it just created a lot of resentment and trouble. And I won't bore you with the long, tumultuous details of the first. 15 years of our marriage but truly oh my goodness very very hard times um that didn't have to be hard but there again a lot of toxic things were involved a lot of jealousy and bitter and envy and all these things and um that's a topic for another day but um so I learned from an early age a lot about dealing with women and I've seen a lot of women go through a lot of hard things and I'm here to tell you that if you have someone that inspires you you know let them know hey you the way you handle this situation or the way you parent your kids like my daughter she is such a patient mother she has twin girls who are three and a half and then she has uh her son, Jason, who is two and a half. And um, and then she's got another one on the way. And she is so patient. Like, I look at how she handles them. And it's complete opposite of how I would probably have. and Or how I did parent. I was that no-nonsense parent. I was that snap. You know, I would snap my fingers. And I expected X, Y, Z on a dime. And she's just so patient. So, when you see a woman who you know, encourages you, and you see her doing something well, let her know that. If you see a woman that's in a position that you want to be in, be it a career, a home, a family, a marriage, whatever it may be, rejoice with her. Share in her happiness. Do not let what she has make you feel like what you have is not good enough. I promise you, God has a plan and a purpose for you and he knows what he is going to put into your life, what you're going to have in your life. And the truth is that anything other than just being thankful for what you have and where you are is honestly an insult to God. He created you to be you. If you're a Stephanie, a Deborah, a Jennifer, a Mary, whatever you are, you are you. Though there may be other Stephanies, each of you are different in your own way. And when you walk in who you are and the plan that God has for you, and you are obedient, because obedience leads to the right things, the right is the right noes, those all play into where we get to places in our life and then when we arrive at those places we have to say okay is this what god intended for me because if he tells you to pack up and move to texas to take this job and you're too scared to leave texas wherever you are you're being disobedient and you're completely closing off what god has for you somewhere else likewise you might be being offered to be moved away but you might be meant to stay right where you are Envy and jealousy turn our eyes to what we don't have. Jealousy seems to be something that uh, we think someone will take away from us. Whereas envy um, worries that we won't ever gain what we long to have. And um, when we envy things, I guess you could even say that opens up the door to doubt in our lives. Um, You know that negative, it'll never happen for me, it happened for her or them but not for me so i always say that whenever you feel a certain way you need to get to the root of it you know all of our marriages are different some people have the kind of marriage where they can jump up and go on little mini vacations and weekend getaways and and things like that but what we don't know is that he might be in a career that gives um travel points or it might be travel plus pleasure we just don't know all the intricacies of people's lives and all too often we find ourselves making assumptions about things that we probably don't know anything about but one thing i do know is that you have to be thankful always in all things in all circumstances you just have to be and um I can't, let me think of where the verse is. I just had it here. Um, Let's see here. I had all this right here. Okay. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Let's really listen to those words. Have you ever said to yourself, what is God's will for my life? Well, here's one clue. It is to give thanks. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And Colossians 3, 15 through 17 says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts so when you see someone else succeeding at life clap for them rejoice be happy you know men and women are, are so different in so many ways but one thing I've noticed about men that have you ever have you ever been around men who are having a conversation and one will be like well um it could be like sports and y'all I don't know anything about sports so I'm fixing to make you laugh here but it could be like well when I was in high school I, I had this many touchdowns at the final home game or you know or I hit this many home runs um men tend to one up uh well you know I, I've got this truck and you know they just tend to be kind of macho about things uh Knowledge and experience is what they tend to to be more competitive towards whereas women it tends to be things um, and that's what I've tended to notice and it just it makes me cackle but but everybody has their sin everybody has their struggle their hang up their thing and if not careful it can really wreak havoc on your life Thank you for joining me today I want to close with this One tidbit of advice. Do you like bold prayers? Are you strong enough to pray bold prayers? If you are, I've got one for you. This prayer will not return void at all. When you sit down before God, be sure and first give him thanks. But tell him this. Lord, if there is anyone in my life that means harm, if there is anyone who is not supposed to be in my life, remove them. You know, I wish them well. I hope they have a nice life. But remove them. And He will answer that prayer. I have a friendship that I had for a long time, and I thought that we would always be friends. And God removed this person from my life not once, but twice so let me tell you something when god removes you better stay put you better be sure that you are obedient do not go trying to open doors he has closed and do not try to slam shut doors that he intends to be open he is god of all things he is god of your life of this world of this age and the age to come he knows every single thing and I cannot encourage you enough to be obedient when you are obedient not just in your actions but obedient to the word so when he says rejoice sing psalms and hymns he means it and I can attest to you that obedience will always lead you to where you're supposed to be and who is supposed to be in your life And lastly, I'll remind you what I said. When you are so envious of others that you are no longer thankful or sitting in a place of gratitude, you have insulted the one who made you. I hope this has encouraged you. I hope this has made sense. And I cannot thank you enough for listening and tuning in. I hope that I've helped you in some way. That is my true heart's desire. If I can just help one person to feel like, okay, I'm not alone. Somebody else feels this way. Then that's all that matters to me. Thanks.